Hear me out, yeah. Oh no. If he comes Chelsea and links up with Styler, yeah, Abame and Golden Bit, bro. What? No, that's gonna be serious. Self- <laughs> <laughs> That's a golden boot, have shame. You will see that. Hello and welcome back to the b to b podcast. I'm your co-host, Karis, and I'm joined by my other hosts, Denzel and Kevin. So today we've got a good episode because, as you know, the Premier League season has recently started again. So finally, no more divulging on Black Twitter topics and just Love Island only. Now we can actually talk about the beautiful game again, which is good. So, Amen. yeah, to start the pod... We'll talk about our respective teams as usual, Arsenal, Chelsea and United, how we found our opening games, the transfer window. Then we'll look a bit into some other stuff, such as Erling Haaland's arrival, women's football, as you've seen the Lionesses' recent victory, Barcelona, there's no way it needs to be said. And then, yeah, we'll go from there. So Denzel, I wanted to start. Tell me... What you're thinking about Chelsea and their first game as they won against Everton, and obviously you got the Tottenham game to look forward to as well. Yeah, um, I think we just about won. We didn't look that great. We still got a couple of niggles in the team in terms of like obviously Chilwell's playing again, but he's not he's not a hundred percent. And ACL is a tough injury to come back from, so a lot of players that have those kind of injuries, you're always going to be a bit hesitant going into that fifty fifties, and you can see it in the way he's playing that he's still a bit shaky in terms of like, oh, like, can I really go for that ball? Like, can I really push myself like this? He doesn't want to hurt himself again. So he's not back to that level that made him like one of the best left-backs in the league. And that's fine to me because I wasn't expecting him to come off an ACL and immediately go back into that form. That's why we've got Kukurel. So, um, yeah, obviously we've replaced Rudiger as well, Koulibaly, which is, I think, a great signing. Like, he's just quality... They're really good, yeah. Yeah, he surprised me a lot because I hadn't watched that much of him, so I didn't know what to really expect. I knew we've been chasing him for a couple of years, but he was amazing to me. Like he was so so good. The only thing that was pissing me off is again, our attack is toothless still, in terms of you know, I love Kai Havertz, but whether he's playing as a wide forward or a false nine, then neither are his natural role. Do you get what I'm saying? Like he's a number 10. I warned you for time that this guy's not good. He's just an idea. It's not good. It's that because we play free at the back, there's nowhere for him to play. Because when you play a free, there's no free at the back formation that has a number 10, maybe three, four, one, two. But we don't. You and Kevin have been hyping this Havertz guy. No, he's still. The thing is, his brother is Nemanja Matic. The problem is, we're forcing him to play a role. We're forcing him to play a role that's not his role. It's that it's like making Smith Rowe play striker. You're not going to get the best out of him. He might be able to adapt eventually, but you're wasting his talent. Do you know what I'm saying? So, obviously, I get that he's playing false nine and wide forward because we don't have any strike options. You know, Lukaku was a complete dud. Paid 100 mil just to send him back to Italy the following season. Like, I don't even want to talk about that. I've seen a quote, sorry, before you continue. I've seen a quote from him recently. He was like, um, I think people have forgotten what I can do on the pitch. He can't do shit. You, like, I don't even care what he has to say to be honest the only thing he can do on the pitch is when he's in Italy he comes to Premier League now and he doesn't have to play football anymore but anyway um, I'm back in the point though bro huh? I can't back in the Havertz point bro because even for Germany yeah, when he's playing the position he's comfortable and he's still toothless no when he plays for Germany <laughs> he gets score. no it's not 
His role is not to score because when he plays, really, he gets assists. His role is not to score, but he's not. He's not a. Ta- he's not a player where if it was if I, if I had a lineup and had all other options for the big games of the season, which are the crucial winners, he's not a player I would pick. He's Life on the line, you have to score that big chance. We'll have a score. It. Yeah, to come, off, come off the bench for a game and winning one 0 to rest my star. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, <laughs> if my man himself is my star, I'll write it off him. But yeah, um, he's obviously not a wide forward or false nine or whatever. He's number 10, of course. And now we've kind of convinced Broha to stay and integrate him into the team, which is great because I always wanted to see him play in the Chelsea shirt. I didn't want us to sell him to West Ham or whoever it was they're trying to bid for him. I thought I was completely stupid to sell our only natural striker, knowing we have a drought of strikers. But um, moving on, our midfield as well, that needs to be sorted, I can't lie. Jorginho is allergic to playing a good forward pass. I'm sorry, I don't know why you hyped this guy. Do you know what? Jorginho is... We've had him for five years now, isn't it? Like, we've had him in his prime. He was elite last season. I think he's kind of getting to that stage where he's like, you know what? He, he's basically has won it all besides the Premier League, in it? And he's probably... He's dropped off a little bit. Even Kante as well. I, I've always said our best midfielder when he's fit is Kovacic. Absolutely, is Kovacic. 100%. He's a world beater. But obviously, he's coming back from an injury as well. He's not fully fit. So it's not looking great in terms of that. We don't have a like-for-like sub for Jorginho. He's going to have to play a lot of games again, probably through injury. I remember towards the latter end of last season, he was having to play through games with a hip injury, which is not great because obviously that makes him more prone to another injury and he's sidelined and then we're fucked. But um, that's why we're looking at De Jong or whatever. But before we even go to transfer talks, we've got back Gallagher. Now, Gallagher is an interesting one for me because I like his work rate. But that's all you've got. At the moment, he can't play in the team. And I'll tell you why. He can't play in the team because the formation doesn't make sense for the type of player he is. People say like, oh, yeah, he can do that, the Kante role. And that's what I thought initially. But then when I watched him in preseason, he was just getting cardio in, basically. <laughs> Bleak test. Yeah, like he, yeah, like he was struggling to impact the game meaningfully. So I feel like, because obviously at Palace, he was he was cra- he was was cold at Palace. I think he was their player of the season. Yeah, but he was playing like a similar role to what Mason Mount does. And obviously Mason Mount yeah. is better. That's what I'm saying. So the only way I can see it working is that he takes the Mason Mount role and then we have to watch Mason Mount play on the wing, which I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not going to lie. But do you know what it is? Like, we're just, Tuchel has to make it work, essentially. So, yeah, Everton, I can't lie, they were, they were pressing us that game. Like, we were, we were struggling to breathe. Like, they were all over us, bro. If not for that penalty, if it ended nil-nil, that would have been a smash and grab for us. I'm not going to lie, because they, they could have won that game. The way we were like, we looked so off the pace, and then obviously Kukurea came came on, and right now the difference between him and Chilwell is night and day. I can't lie. I feel like even if Chilwell is completely fit, I think Kukurea might slightly edge it in terms of who's the better left back. Like he this came. Is not, this is not football related, by the way. But Kevin as well. Have you seen that tweet? Not tweet that Instagram pic of his uh, Kukurea with this um black teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> what happened? It's like Kukurea was black team for Spain and it was like, um, wait, what was it again, Denzel? Yeah, they were in a, it was a picture of him and his black teammate in, in Barca in the locker room and it was like a caption in Spanish and then in English at the bottom, you'll see my nigga. <laughs> bro, he's bro. perfect. Perfect for Chelsea. The he's perfect, perfect, bro. He's proper. Perfect. 
He's already racist. That's perfect. <laughs> Apparently, he even called Eden Militao a monkey. Yeah, he did in hey. Spain. Uh, John Terry therefore co signed that, that signing. Though. 100% <laughs> words. But yeah, Cucurella is he's a baller, man. Like, I'm so gassed we got him. People talking about the price tag saying, oh, yeah, this and that. But I don't really care, to be honest, because he's not he's not a backup. People keep thinking, oh, yeah, you spent 50 mil on a backup. But the thing is, he's not a backup player at all. Like, he's here to push Chilwell. Because the problem was last season, Chilwell had no... His competition was fucking Marcos Alonso, bro. Like, <laughs> let's be real. That's not competition. That That's a joke. So, yeah, and then... Um, looking forward, obviously, I think the only thing I can do at this point is be optimistic. You know, it's been one game. Sterling was a class signing. Like, he was balling out. I'm glad we got him. Um, all we need is a striker to link up with him properly, really. And I think we'll see more of that through Broha and apparently maybe Aubameyang, but we'll talk about that in the transfer section. <laughs> you will get to that soon, don't worry. I'm going to ask Kevin this as well. Obviously, Chelsea are playing Tottenham. I think Tottenham had a very good game against Southampton. They beat uh they beat them 4-1. Yeah. They, how do you how do you see the game going between Chelsea and Tottenham in the weekend? I'm not going to lie to you. I saw highlights of the Chelsea game and Chelsea are far from full strength. And as Benzo said they don't really have much fight to their attack. Tottenham the thing is the team a team like Tottenham doesn't really have fight to them ever. That's just in their pedigree. They don't well lack off pedigree I should say. However, yeah. the way they came back against Southampton can't be understated. So if Chelsea was to replicate the game to play against Everton, they would lose to Tottenham. But if Chelsea was to play like normal Chelsea, they would beat Tottenham. You know what I mean? It's basically two, two mediocre teams playing, basically. <laughs> That's a mediocre. What the hell was United, bro? No, 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 it's, it's shameless season. I'm going for all shameless records this year. So anything I say, they'll be like, hold on, how are you talking? Yes, I'm talking. But <laughs> I think I think it'll be a, a, a lame 1-1 one, one, or a, a 2-1 Chelsea or a 2-1 one, or, or Tottenham. One of those games. Yeah, I think we either draw or Tottenham wins. I think we, I don't think we're quite ready to push Tottenham the way we normally would I think the way things are currently with our team we're still a little bit off the pace I feel like we've obviously there's so much going on with like outgoings and stuff you know we've just shipped Werner back to Germany amen thank god but um, we still got a couple holes to plug and players to bring in so I feel like until that's fully done we're not going to be there yet I feel like that'll probably be around like maybe hopefully we can get that business wrapped up before even hitting like sixth game I feel like by game five we should have all our transfers done hopefully but yeah I feel like Tottenham's pretty Conte's got the players he wants you know he's bought in Perisic he's bought in Jed Spence he's got Bissouma um they're a lot more ready to go for it right now and I feel like even for Tottenham I think the fans should expect to win something this season even if it's Carabao Cup they need to win something how many years has it been since they won something since that 2009 yeah, 2008. I think they won in 2008. Yeah, they have they have to win something. I'm not going to lie. In my humble opinion, Tottenham probably has one of... They, I'd say they've got the, the second best front three in the league. Yeah. Uh, uh. Bro, they've got... 
Harry Kane, Salah, and Kulusevski. I'm sorry, that front three is nuts. Like, if any other team had that front three, I can't lie, they're sweeping up. They've got a very good front three. I said the only other front three, front three, sorry, that they're second to right now is probably City, isn't it? Yeah, I'd rather have Tottenham's front three right now than Liverpool's. I'm Over not... Liverpool's. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you wouldn't. No, because it's just Salah carrying. Nunes, Diaz, and what Salah or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. That's maybe not. Maybe You're telling me Nunes, Diaz, and Salah is better than. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I won't lie to you. I know I'll get him to squeeze yeah, but now I'll squeeze it here. My shamelessness can calm down in that department. Nunez <laughs> will be better than Harry Kane, and we'll have a better career than Harry Kane. Nunez is. I'll take Nunez. Harry Kane is. Young to play the way he does, bro. He played like he's retiring. No, that's year, mad. Like, I know you like Harry Kane, but nah, nah Nunes nah. is nowhere close. Yeah, I can't like Kevin. You missed bro, it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Nunes, Nunes will outscore Harry Kane this year. Mark my words. Put money Fam, on if, you, if, if that happens, I'll pay for you for Morley's or something. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I, I will buy I, you I six wings I, and I, chips I and hold I didn't you to no more. Just give me that money. I'll put it in petrol. <laughs> uh, we'll bet twenty pounds right now, bro. End of the season, Harry Kane's outscoring. That's not for my Christian faith. But if you want to pay twenty pound, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out an agreement soon. Don't worry. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd rather have the Tottenham front three. But um, yeah, even now they've improved their midfield in it. They've got Romero, who's one of the best centre backs in the league. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, like they're actually building something seriously for once. I feel like this is the first time in like however many seasons that Tottenham's actually looked. They look serious. Yeah, they look like an actual competitor. They're in a better position yeah. than United, facts. Every team is better in, in a better position than United. That's not even a, that's not even a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask about the transfers. So, what I've seen recently is that Chelsea have been heavily linked to De Jong. Apparently, they're close to an agreement for him. They're also close to putting in the bid for Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. And Fofana is still something that is in the works. I'm not sure if it will happen, but I think it's in the works. So what do you guys think on those transfers? I think the Fafana one, I don't care how much it costs to get him, just get him. Because he he's one of the best centre back young centre backs in the world right now. Like I think we're talking about young centre backs, it's Saliba Fafana and who else can I probably think of? Uh, uh Vardio at yeah, Vardio. yeah, Josco Vardio, is he not He's, not he's very young, yeah, he's like 20. Yeah, like, they're, like, the players that it doesn't matter how much you got to pay for, pay, you need to get them because you're going to have them for the next eight years at least, like. So, obviously, Leicester, um, Brandon Rogers is coming out saying, oh, yeah, he's not for sale, whatever, but it's cap. Like, everyone's got a price, man. We've submitted two Both bids. to Jesse J, man. Yeah, we've got, we've submitted two bids already. And I think from what I've seen from the reports, Leicester is a lot more tempted to sell if we offer something around like 80 million euros. Then they'll right. be they're kind of they they'll they'll be willing to listen. And I wouldn't be mad at that at all because that's yeah, we'd, like I said, we'd have him for years. It's not we're gonna buy him now and then sell him in two seasons. Like he's not 30 or anything. Um De Jong is a class signing as well. I think what I've seen again from reports online from like Fab and whatever, they're saying that the situation is that he wants to stay at Barcelona, but if at all it comes to him leaving, he'd rather go to Chelsea than United. He's a waste man. Who no one goes <laughs> United or like you lot, you lot are so finishes, but like you lot right now are in your deepest banter error. 
Like, but you see, you see, I think at the time when when um, Liverpool was signing a man like Ricky Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> this is your time now, yeah. This is your era, bro. No, but hold on. <laughs> We're living it. My, my thing with De Young yeah, was, you know, you know those girls where they don't want to, they don't want to be with you, yeah, but they like the attention you give them, so they kind of keep you around. You know, they oh, don't reject you, you out, right? Yeah, De Young is a. <laughs> b- hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Sean, maybe Sean should edit that one out still. But Frankie De Young, out. Frankie De Young, should I just come out and say I'm not gonna lie to you, you know, and I don't want it. Because unless United are just blindly stubborn, which I can't rule that out, why was he moving like a yak throughout this whole transfer saga? Yeah, I don't know. Probably playing with his hair. In, probably, probably playing with his hair in negotiation. I don't know. I don't know. Really? Shut the fuck up. Like, all this young girl behaviour, I didn't like it. If you don't want to come, if you don't want to come, don't come. Let us push our business somewhere else. Bro, you got to keep your options open. That's how it is in football, isn't it? Like, no, but Ten, Ten Hag is not like that. This brother wanted um, the young and the young only. No alternatives. Yeah, that's his business. He thinks he's Pep. He ain't got that pool, bro. Sorry. But yeah, I think if De Jong comes to Chelsea, that would be a perfect, perfect way to phase out Jorginho, who will probably end up going back to Italy either this window or the next window. Um, okay, but yeah, we need, we need to talk about Aubameyang, though. Aubameyang, do you know what? Hear me out, yeah. Oh, no. If he comes Chelsea and links out with Styler, yeah, Aubameyang, God a bit, bro. What? No, that's going to be serious. <laughs> Falcons. That's a golden boot. Have shame. You will see Falcons <laughs> like every every three weeks. You'll see Falcons. I'm not joking. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a. Uh, I don't know. When I saw the links, I was a bit confused because it, one, he's 33, so max one year plus one option to extend. I feel like because there aren't that many options for strikers in the market right? Like right now the market is tight for wingers and strikers so I feel like because the only like who, who's the alternative right now like we wanted oh, to we wanted to Nkunku and he's like, <laughs> I said oh no I'm not <laughs> we'll get on to that but yeah we wanted to Nkunku and then he signed a new deal wasn't it so it's like cool that kind of locked that off you should have got Skamaka before he went to West Ham. I, I liked him. I wanted that to happen. But then again, I don't know. Two calls. I don't know what they were looking at. Innit? But um, the Aubameyang lengths, I feel like it's a stopgap. I don't think he's going to be like something going forward. I feel like we need to bring in an experienced striker now just so that we have that temporarily covered at least. And then either January, either January or next summer window, probably summer window, then we can go for an actual striker. But I feel like if you bring in Aubameyang... Because, yeah. Because this guy has no shame, I know if you bid for him, he's going to make the move with happiness. Then he'll bag like three or four goals at the start and already be like, oh, he's back, he's back. I know Kevin will start saying he's back, especially because this brother has no shame. <laughs> like, Premier, League put... Premier League legend. All I'm saying is that the last time Chelsea bought a player that left from Arsenal to Barcelona to Chelsea, won the Premier League. Giroud's better. <laughs> anyway. I love Giroud Giroud is one of my favourite strikers ever I love that guy What I'm saying is that He's got decent movement Yeah But then His hold up play He's got less link up play Than Timo Werner I'm not even joking If you watch both You'll understand what I'm saying Is yeah, that bad that he, he cannot link He's just He's literally just a poacher His only job Is to just be there For the final ball He thinks this is the 90s You know When there was guys Like Rivaldo That were banging in goals No No <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know he has to get involved now but yeah um obviously Tuchel knows him from his days at Dortmund so 
I guess he has some kind of reason for wanting to go after him. As long as we don't pay something stupid, like I'm not gonna lie, we should not be paying more than 25 million euros for him. Yeah, anything over that to me is poor business. Because Bowley's got peas, you know, so I know he's gonna spend money for Bamiang if he has to. Um, he said he's willing to spend up to 300 million this window. I said, fair enough, uncle. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, everyone was saying, oh, yeah, you got an American owner, going to be stingy. You know, listen, he opened his wallet, bro. He said, if you want that, you want to go hacker, babes, I got that. Man said, open the wallet. Man opened everything. Everything, bro. He even went to his kids' trust fund and said, you, look, Junior, you're not going uni anymore. I need to go and buy for <laughs> He released all the real estate funds. Everything. Honestly, I love it, bro. I love it. Even, do you know what's been gassing me? It's, it's the swiftness of getting rid of the bums, bro. Like, SARS gone to Monaco, praise God. You knew <laughs> how much I was killing me week in, week out, watching this guy play left, back, left wing back. I said, this guy, can, he's young, can go uni. Every week I had to watch him. I said, this guy's not a footballer. He's not a footballer. It was pissing me off. I don't understand how we went to look at league earned players, yeah. And somehow we chose Saar over what Saliba. Like, bro, <laughs> how did that happen? But you know what? It was good business. We got him for free and we sort of moved him on for what he's going to be going on loan with options to buy for 16 mil. It's everyone's happy in it. Alonso's going. Obviously, when Barca finds the money to register players, they'll buy him in it. We'll, spoke about, we'll, we'll get on to Barca separately. But obviously, Alonso's going over there. Who else have we shifted on? Werner's gone back to Leipzig. You know, yeah, two years and he's gone. That's mad. What Werner failed successfully. He saw he's such a weird <laughs> signing. Deep it when he came, he said, I'm gonna make sure Chelsea wins the Champions League. And we did. But then he was <laughs> and he was part of it too, because he banned goals. Yeah, bro. Like he scored that he headed it against Madrid to send us Pep. a fight. But then Pep gave it more than Werner did. But then the thing is, yeah, like literally yeah. for the rest of every other game, this guy was dead. I think he scored something like one goal every four games or something. Like his conversion rate was terrible. But um, yeah, good luck to him, man. Like the only reason why I still rate him is because he never actually gave up. He was never like kicking his feet around and saying, oh yeah, like I want to go back to Germany or whatever. Like, and the fans backed him because it was like it was a pity project, basically. But um <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for him to go back to Leipzig. You know, I don't know what the fee was, but either way, you know, I think it was 25 million euros. So we lost like 20 or 30 mil which is minor, like, the problem with our old ownership when Abramovich was there Marino was still in charge was we didn't know when to cut our losses. If Marino was still here, man like Alonso would be signing an extension right now. Facts. The only thing that annoyed me this window is that Aspilicueta signed an extension. I don't know why Tuchel chose to keep him. That's poor business. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to another club now. I think it's time we talk a little bit more about United. I just I'm itching to get onto them, so we have to go. You Arsenal, cars. You Arsenal. <laughs> so you're not ready yet? Nah, nah. I'm ready for anything because I'm being shameless this year. But come on, go and bring it. Yeah, let's let's talk about United. Yeah. What the fuck is going on there, bro? Bright are doing is regular deposition. What's understood doesn't have to be explained, but what I think what I'll do is first thing first. I'm gonna say all you man that are blaming Ronaldo, shut up, because now you can see what he you can see what my man's facing. And two, Scott McTominay, I I don't think I've ever seen a, a, such a poor display of human athletic. Don't, don't get this pod locked off, by the way, because I know you have things. No, Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay is crap. 
know, you know that guy, you know that Chelsea fan who was like, there's no passion, there's no conviction, there's no effort. Yeah, that is Scott Tomane. <laughs> Complete and utter nonentity on the wall, bro. Ain't Tomane a passion merchant? Bro, bro, but the thing is that the passion is so misplaced. He should have got sent off, you know, in that game. He should have got sent off, yeah. But like, it's just the fact that we couldn't keep the ball. And you know how every, every person who plays football, you never have to be a footballer, you know that when someone has the ball, you have to make, make, make way into pockets of space. You make yourself available. Yeah, when I've watched Fred, when I watched Fred and McTominay play, they keep running behind the defender. So they keep hiding, hiding. So Maguire has to drive forward, which is a mistake, and he has to ping it across the whole field like if he's Shabby Alonso. Master Maguire driving forward is a mistake. It's a mistake. You know what I'm saying to you? Like <laughs> I didn't watch that game. Did, did Sancho play? I actually watched it still, yeah. Lisandro actually played decent. Did, I can't wait, lie. Did Sancho play? Did Sancho play? Oh, Sancho. Sancho, um, right, in my opinion. Sancho did nothing. I'm not gonna lie. No, I don't want to judge him now, in it, but I can't lie, bro. That right now he's looking like a failed signing. I can't lie. Sancho is not doing it for South London, oh, man. It's oh, peak. Oh my goodness! Wait, did you see that clip of Scorcher? Yeah, I've seen it. That's what I was thinking of, bro. He was spitting facts, bro. Like he was tearing it up in Sancho. Bro, and he's come to the prem now. With his, he's on what, like 350k a week, and he's just enjoying. Nah, it. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Sancho played all right. You know what I mean? It's a new system. He did it's nothing. New... It's a new no shots okay, the whole hold, game. Hold on. The, the thing, the thing is that you gotta watch United as neutrals. Fair enough. Yeah, I watch United as compared to the people who did shit. Like Bruno Fernandez. I don't know what the problem is. Why do you shoot like he's got beef with football? <laughs> like he plays football like he's angry to be there. Like someone shot his syrup before he entered the pitch. Did Eric? So I say again. Did Ericsson play? Ericsson played well. Ericsson played yeah. very, very well. In my opinion. Like with with competent attackers, I believe Ericsson should have got an assist or two. You know what I mean? Not just, I don't even know. What Rashford, hey. Just an athlete. Rashford is a pure athlete. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> mama, mama was doing a gym in the summer, but I never actually saw a kick a ball. All I saw was weightlifting, weightlifting. Six pack, six pack. I ain't seen no football. Because <laughs> when I saw him on the pitch, yeah, he was, his, his strides were clean. But other than that, my mama was not doing nothing with the ball. Hey, Rashford should go to Arsenal, man. Arsenal will revive his career. I know, spare us, man. Have shame. Nah, no, I think he'd bang at Arsenal. I can't lie. He's playing for under twenty threes. Rashford is the next. He's the next Darren Bent. <laughs> <laughs> I respect Darren Bent, bro. He got a couple goals in the Prem store. Yeah, so does Rashford. Nah, Darren Bent. I'm, I'm pretty sure. If I'm not he's got a point. Nah, Darren Bent. I'm pretty sure he's he's top fifteen Prem all, um, all time goal scorers. But look how long he played for, bro. We saw his hairline. <laughs> he <played for> time. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's my goal, in it. Like Job was my goal. But I think Darren Bent's got more goals than him. Yeah, because Darren Bent has been there for the whole, the whole. We put it, we put it there where it was founded. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the founding fathers. Yeah, man. I think he's got yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 no. But yeah, I, I don't know. The road too much, but yeah, yeah, you're saying. I don't know. Rashford's just like. I feel like them can work with the right players. I don't want to blame it on Ronaldo. Because, but I will point out that when Ronaldo arrived, a lot of players, their level dropped. It's more of a coincidence. Rashford being one of them. It's a coincidence. I don't know, but I just feel like Rashford, he needs to move somewhere else just to get his head right again. Because I feel like at United... That brother needs to go Swedish league or something because he's finished. No, he can't be finished at this age, bro. He can't be, he can't be. I just feel like... He he just might be. You know what it is? He, he needs to move to a fresh project because I feel like when he's being stuck in a United team that's just drowning and treading water, yeah, 
it's not good for a player like him, innit? Like, he needs a move to someone like, he'll bang at West Ham. If he moves to a team like West Ham, he's banging. Let me put two conspiracy theories out there. Regarding his performance dropping, ask yourself this. How many people you know are willing to play to their optimum when they're getting paid so handsomely? Not many people are actually going to try that hard, but they make so much. Huh? How much was Rashford on a week? 200k, bro. 200 Gs. That's a lot, yeah. I can't lie, that's light, bro. That's light. That's light for you know, for if for United player, that's light because you've got man like Sancho that on. Thank you. God bless you for saying that for a United player. All of them are like that. Because all of them are like that, none of them have any passion, bro. That's their trophies. Premier League trophies aren't trophies no more. The, the pay packet of the trophies. And two, Ronaldo's such a public figure that even if Rashford scores two on goals, the fact Ronaldo failed one step over, the failed step over go on BBC News. But the two <laughs> on goal will be forgotten about. <laughs> so because of that these men can bake bro they can be shit and bake you know what it is with United you need new ownership bro I'm not gonna lie oh my gosh the Glazers just need to sell the club for however much billions and just get I feel like you guys are going nowhere as long as the Glazers are still the owners because Ten Hag needs to grow some balls too and let me tell you why we'll get onto the transfer bit a little bit later but I'm gonna start it off a little bit so I think and you guys have heard about how United have been linked to Rabio, and I think they're still linked to him as we speak, which hopefully yeah. for United fans, it breaks down. And hopefully for us neutrals, it goes through because he's terrible. Difference, bro. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So United's recruitment team, so I read it on The Athletic, the recruitment team recommended Rabio. Ten Hag said yes. Ten Hag called Rabio and his mother to talk about a move. Yeah. And... Since then, they've still been in talk, so we don't know what's going to exactly happen. But it's very clear that United are like properly like interested in Rabiot, and they've agreed like a fee. It's just about personal terms, whether he wants to come or not. Yeah. So I don't get how Ten Hag is co- co-signing that. Rabiot in twenty. Does Rabiot even st- Rabiot? Does he even make the France team these days? No, he's not good. Mm. And that's who United is chasing. You man are finished. I can't lie. Because that's what they do. Like United is such a corporate operation that essentially what's going to happen is any player we don't get, ah, oh, it was too much money, won't be held to ransom, or we weren't even in for them in the first place. And then Ten Hag will be sacked within two years. We'll get another manager. Excitement will come back. We'll go for the same cycle again. It's finished. Like I was watching a, um, a news article on Twitter today. Um, and so, and the guy said, when they when Glazer bought United, we were six hundred million in debt. Fifteen years later, we're still six hundred million in debt. So the Glazers have done nothing but bring their debt over to Manchester United, and to this day are continuously making money from us while we inherit their debt. How is that humanly possible? The thing is, yeah. Okay, firstly, of course, I think we will agree that the Glazers have to go. But I feel like mm-hmm. there's problems that are beyond the Glazers that are the main ones that to talk about first, which is your recruitment team. Like guys like Murto and the other guys that recruit people are not good at their jobs. There's people on Twitter that make better lists of players to come to United than um, what they do, which just says it all. But who hires them though? Okay, that's true. But um, again, this is where Ten Hag also for me has to put his foot down a little bit because... If I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, when he first came, I think one of his conditions was, was that he gets full control over transfers. And you can kind of see it because of like the way you might were chasing De Jong for so long without any alternative. You could tell this was Ten Hag saying, chase yeah. this guy, chase this brother. 
then the way that now you're on Gakpo, you can tell that you still have some sort of control, I guess, from Ten Hag. You want to see good recruitment, look at Chelsea, bro. I'm telling you, think Neil Bath and Jim Fraser, they're cooking with the youths, man. Carney Chukwemeka. We've got Carney Chukwemeka. We've got Gabriel Slanina, sick goalkeeper. Um, Amari Hutchinson. We're even trying to get what's this? What's this young Brazilian? Um, is it is it Emerson or something? This young oh, Brazilian. Endrick. Endrick, yeah, this 16-year-old. Bro, I was watching these highlights here, and I'm thinking, damn. That brother's next name or I've seen his YouTube videos as a man. So cold, fam. And apparently Chelsea really wants him. If we get him, I can't lie, you man are not chatting to us, bro. No, hopefully Madrid get him, so it's calm. It's not getting him. My problem is Chelsea will do those moves, but at the same time, still do moves for now. But the thing United will do is United will go for a player for now because they're unable to get him, then they'll start signing a youth player. Because if we're being honest, the signings of Ahmad and Palestra are really good signings. But they bang and hit more if you still buy a player for now. Yeah. You have to build for now and for the future. You get me, but United aren't doing that. United are just—it's all business, you know what I mean. But me, I ain't—I'm chilling, bro. Like they don't pay my bills. This is this is how Karis sounded five years ago <laughs> when Arsenal were just doing nonsense, signing players like Kolasinac and Pablo Mari. When we, when we signed Willian, I was at my lowest. I was considering so many things. Like, really? I want to transfer my support to Crystal Palace. It was serious. That William was too funny, bro. Oh, my God. I saw Harlem bang twice, yeah. I was thinking, I'm not going to lie to you. If I snuck to Man City right now, who would notice? <laughs> some shame. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, man. I'm not going to lie to you. They can't do this life to suffer. Yeah, but let's, let's talk about Arsenal now. What's, what's their thing saying? Firstly, yeah, before we get on to how the match went, William Saliba. That brother, unreal, unreal centre-back. For, for sure, this season, I think he's going to prove to be one of the best centre-backs in the league, 100%. My Lang My Lang's ass, man. <laughs> you can't say that with a straight face. <laughs> that guy, though, Colossus. Like, the way he was playing, it was like, you know when you watch those centre-backs that are like 27 and they're better experienced than just marshalling the back line? Like, there's, there's this one instance during the game where I think Zaha managed to get past Ben White, but then Saliba comes with some heavy tackle on him. Yeah, I saw that. The way he just quit, his mobility is mad. I can't lie. Bro, big guy. He's fast, man. So, so fast. Who do you want to displace? Uh, ben White. I love Ben White, but Saliba has to start regardless, man, when Tomiassi's back. Yeah. See, this is what's confusing for me, yeah? You lot bought Ben White for what? Was it 50 mil? Yeah. And you bought him as a centre-back. But now you're having to play him as a right-back. He can play right-back too, because he's played right-back at Brighton. We thought about that when you got him. Okay. So see, this is what I mean. Smart recruitment. It's better in cutting. Yeah, but I don't... Yeah, better in cutting. But if we're being honest, right-back is not his best role. It's it's a role he can play, but it's not his best role. No, do you know what it is, yeah? In our system, the way it works is that you know how Pep likes to invert his fullbacks yeah so you see like Cancelo for example doesn't really play like as an overlapping fullback but he plays like you know as if he's a midfielder yeah. Ben White and Ben White in the same sentence no 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 that's not what I'm saying what I'm basically <laughs> trying... <laughs> what I'm trying to emphasize when you are attacking Ben White is really good on the ball 
So yeah. when we're when we're attacking, Ben White is like deep in the centre mid kind of area. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, because his his strengths are carrying the ball and like distributing it. He's basically like our John Stones because you know that like how City paid fifty million for John Stones, obviously, but he's like back yeah. up to Diaz and Laporte. So it doesn't yeah. mean that he's not important. It just means that you know you got loads of options. If that makes sense. Yeah, I hear that. I hear yeah. that. But so yeah, I think Arsenal, they're looking good this season as well. You know, they brought in. I like Jesus still. Yeah, they brought in Gabby. They've got in. See that nutmeg. If he scored that one, the nutmeg, then. Yeah, I can't like. I think you guys have to win your race this year. I'm not gonna lie. We have to, man. If you don't win it, this season is. If you don't win Europa and you end up finishing only fourth, I feel that's still kind of a failure. That's just because mm. for me, we have to get minimum four. If you get minimum fourth, for me, I mm. prioritize league league progress over cup progress. Ideally, I want to win a cup too, but we have to get top four minimum at least in our season. Minimum. I'm a European. Now you're not ashamed. Sorry. <laughs> I have no European trophies, but you're not ashamed by now. Sure, man. We'll get one anyways. I think like this will be Arteta's first, not first, but this will be his biggest test with Arsenal because now he's got... He's got the squad. Four competitions to worry about now. You've got obviously the league, you've got Europa, FA Cup and Carabao Cup. Obviously, you can kind of remove Carabao. But this will be the first time where he's actually got to like probably think about rotating players because there's two big competitions to play in. Let's, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Of the top six, Arsenal against City, of the two games, how many Ws they get in? Hear me out, yeah. The first, Arsenal, that game Arsenal that we played against City on New Year's Day, we were crazy. If the referees were not moving mad. Mm. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm going to say something. I'm going to go out on a limb and I say, I think Arsenal can win at the Emirates. We can win, yeah. I agree. I, at least one. I think you'll share, you'll away share from the from Yeah. Probably. Arsenal can definitely win at the Emirates. I feel like City as well, we're forgetting... <clears throat> This window, City has lost Sterling, Zinchenko, and now they're about to lose Bernardo Silva. Yeah. I can't believe they want to lose Bernardo yeah, Silva. That's like that. unbelievable. Like, that to me is insane. So I feel like it's going to be, they're not going to be exactly the same City that we've always seen. There's going to be a little drop. I feel like yeah. losing a player like Bernardo Silva and even losing Sterling as well. Like, Sterling was a very underrated aspect of their, and they lost Jesus. You've got, you've got an outlet that is, Fast they've lost and Sterling. Yeah. Like that's a crazy two players to leave lose in one window, and then now Bernardo Silva and Zinchenko as well, who was very good going forward as well. I feel like Arsenal could win at the Emirates. What about Liverpool? Liverpool, they lost Sadio Mane. Um, but even then, I still feel like. They'll be all right. They they still won't beat Liverpool. I thought Liverpool. Liverpool's a mentality thing. Say if you play Liverpool, it's a mentality thing because of on paper and what you saw of their midfield recently. Chai, their midfield is shit, like utter shit. And Thiago's injured too now, as usual. So they need the midfielder badly. I think you know what I'm saying. I think Liverpool. For Liverpool will, will. I think Liverpool will, um will sweep you, man, just because of the caliber and the, the experience. Yeah, yeah, experience, yeah, perfect. but their midfield is cheeks. Like, I feel like at our best, we could take their midfield at our best. Yeah. yeah. Midfield, like, Chelsea? If Chelsea played yeah, the way they played Chelsea, first game... we've got a good record against Chelsea, to be honest. If Chelsea played the way they, they played first game, that's the sweep. You're sweeping Chelsea. It could go either way, to be honest. I feel like, depending on when we, depending on when Arsenal plays us, whether we've got all our signings on, it would be a big difference. If you're playing us any time before we've got all our signings, then yeah, you'll probably beat us. But I feel like if you play us when we've got all our signings and we've had like two, three or four games to gel, 
But yeah, I think we'll, we'll probably beat you. Or we'll draw. Tottenham. Tottenham. Not gonna lie, I think Conte. We always win North London derbies at home. Always. I don't know. I feel. I feel like it's a different Tottenham this time round. Even though you've yeah. a good record against them, I feel like this time around they might put you lot to the sword. I'm thinking like if you play them at White Hart Lane, I can see them beating you like two 0 At home they can win, but we can also win at home as well. This is what I'm saying. Our home record is just really good, to be honest. Yeah. But talking more. Oh, sorry. Doggy. Oh, he. Oh, Doggy. The Ibo. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone back. He's staying there on loan for one year, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And United. Of like, oh, sorry. oh, United. Yeah, yeah. United was sleeping you easy, home and away. Yeah, I think, I think he was. Do you know what? United is such a weird team, yeah. Oh, Denzel, don't sugarcoat it. We'll get don't right. do it, man. No, 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 I'm not sugarcoating anything at all. I think Arsenal does beat them. But I feel like there could be an upset among the games. Where United gets like some kind of like stupid scrappy goal and wins out one nil, and it will be one of those games where Arsenal should have killed it and didn't take their chances, not even because United played well. <laughs> Difference is we don't have Lacazette no more, so it's different. Mm, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. But this is what oh, I yeah, love about yeah, Jesus. Yeah. I was gonna say, Jesus. The difference between him and Lacazette night and day, the way that the guy takes the ball in the half turn, can hold it up, can run into the box without panting like he's done a five mile run. Who <laughs> um, else can I say that played really well? Ben White played really well. Like apparently in the first week, he's actually made the most tackles of any Premier League player in the first game week. So that just shows you how much he was doing to keep uh, Wilfred Zaha quiet. Who mm. else played well? Saka. Yeah, yeah. Saka played well. Like in the second half, I guess first half was a bit shaky, but second half he played well. And um, Martinelli scored. Was it an assist? Yeah, Martinelli scored. Yeah. He's looked a lot more secure on the ball recently, which is like one thing that we've wanted from him for ages, and he's looked really good. But in yeah. terms of transfers, yeah. yeah, what are you man saying about our transfers? I think Arsenal's done good business. You've got Zinchenko, because obviously um, Tierney's knees are made of glass. So you, oh, yeah, that brother, man. Yeah, you need a left-back that you can rely on to play at least like 30 games out of the season. Like Zinchenko will give you at least 30 games every season. He, From what I know, he, he's got a good injury record. He doesn't get injured that much. Um, you've brought in Gabriel Jesus, which was obviously your strikers were a massive problem. You fixed that with like a quality signing. He can play up top. He can play on the left wing. I think, can he play anywhere along that front three? Basically, yeah, he's just going to yeah. anywhere along the front three. It doesn't really matter where you put him. But yeah, that's a, that's a hard signing. I mean, I would have taken him at Chelsea in a heartbeat. Um, who else? Fabio Vieira as well. Fabio Vieira. Is that we got, if Erdegaard, oh, he was poor against Crystal Palace, I can't lie. The sun, like, the sun wasn't shining words. <laughs> <laughs> the sun will be shining against Leicester, so expect a 10 out of 10. But yeah, Fabio Vieira, that's a quality signing. Um, is he injured at the moment? No, he's fit now. He's been in training recently, so we might see him on the bench at least. Yeah, I feel like him and Odegaard will cook still. That's a quality signing. Um, who's that other guy you guys got? Is it Marquinhos? Yeah, he's just a youth player. But yeah. who we're linked with, though, we're linked, we need a centre mid, basically, from what we're hearing, centre mid and a winger. We're linked to somebody from Villarreal called Jeremy Pino. And then we're linked with Yuri Tiedemans, obviously. So we're just waiting to see what happens with those two. Man, like Tilly's hubbies, you know. I feel like... Um, he's lost weight, you know, I can tell. 
<laughs> so you, you had the Arsenal links, and you said, let, let me put the big mat down. <laughs> but yeah, Tielemans is a good player. I just obviously, I don't know, he, he gets a hard rap sometimes because obviously, like, we've all seen the video where he didn't track back and he was running like he was just like, he was running like he yeah, had yeah. to do it. Um, but he's still a good player. Like, I feel like he'd fit Arsenal perfectly. If you can get him in, then you'd have to rely on Jacko a lot less, which would be great for you guys. So yeah, we need that. Good signing. Because Shaka can't really, as much as I rate him, like one of his weaknesses is that he's got no burners, no burst at all from a number eight position. So you need Tielemans can like dribble a little bit and his final pass is amazing. Like, you know that De Bruyne type cross? Yeah. Just that whips cross. He's got that in his locker. And then obviously you lot have got Lokonga as a backup for the, the flipping. Let's not speak about that guy. That guy is finished, man. But anyway... All, with all those signings combined, I feel like you guys, you, if you don't win something this season, I personally think that's poor. I hear you. I think we need to win Europa League. Yeah, you, eighth back to back and then fifth. It's like you need to kind of, you need to grow beyond just settling for an FA Cup. Like, cool, we get it. You can win the FA that's Cup. Their whole that's the whole legacy. But yeah, you guys love him, man. Look at you. Yeah, you need to grow, you need to evolve past that pad in the FA Cup. Like we get it, like you've won it the most times, whatever. But you need that European pedigree now. Like you need to you you guys don't have that seat at the table. Do you know what I'm saying? That table, the big boys, it's 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 us. Look at you. What's your shit? Even though they don't, they don't even have the next season is peak. That's what I'm saying. They don't even have a European trophy, but even City can have that little, you know, they can set at the back. What I'm saying is that with Aubameyang you know as your striker, even that United good luck. Like, you know, good right, luck. They're sitting at the table, but United is that washed older right now. <laughs> at the table, but they're that washed older, fam. Like, yeah, yeah, you did it a couple of years ago. You're not that guy no more. United gets outplayed by Arsenal, that guy. Well, Arsenal back. needs European pedigree, bro. Like, you can't if be. United tomorrow will dominate the league in two years' time. Say that again. If the Glazers was, let's say the Glazers sold United to, to like tomorrow, mm. in, and I got, we got good owners with the fan base and the financial power we have, we'll start dominating it. We'll dominate the league in three years. No, you wouldn't. Relax. You doubt that. Yes, sorry. Yes, you would. You ain't going. No team makes money like United. So what? City and Liverpool is going to disappear. Like the City and Liverpool is going to disappear. Don't worry. You're fine no, no, now. No, no, no reason. No team makes money like United does. And if Barcelona can sign players on Klarna, United can do that double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. This guy's in La La Land. You guys would not dominate in three years, bro. If anything, you just end up becoming... Yeah, it's not that. I promise you it's not that, bro. Yeah, I'm actually excited. <laughs> I'm excited, though, for our future and what it holds. I think minimum top four is what we should be aiming for. Yeah. And obviously to get European trophy too. But like Martinelli, I think is going to make really good strides this season. Like season upon season, he's just been improving and improving. So I think he's got that hunger to score goals. You can just see it really. Saka, best right winger that is not called Mo Salah. 100%. Behave, man. That's a Sancho, you know. Sancho should be at Carnival, man. It's in a few weeks. Sancho, probably, Sancho is be even better than Jared Bowen right now. It's that Pete, bro. <laughs> oh, can't Pete. If it wasn't for colorism, man, Sancho and Rashford looked at the same. <laughs> 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 yeah, we have to be honest with ourselves. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 
So you lot, who do you think is gonna get the golden boot then? Kevin, you're saying you're saying Harland, isn't it? Harland, yeah. Who are you saying, Karis? I'm gonna say Harland too. Just after I saw that West Ham, the West Ham performance, that was like you know when you see a welcome to the Premier League performance. That was Harland. Yeah. He took the piss. Harland's West Ham is not is not an easy team, you know. No, nah, West Ham's decent. West Ham could finish. They should. Bad United, of course. West Ham, they're back in the Conference League this year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they have to win that, bro. They have to. They have to win that. I feel like they should be aiming to win that, and they can win that, and they should be able to finish again. Where did they finish last season? Seventh, sixth, seventh. I feel like West Ham, with the signings they've made, they can make a push for fifth. I feel like they can, what? they can definitely push United out of that fifth spot. Yeah, they push United, of course. They're bad United, man. If you do a combined eleven, it's peak for United. Yeah. What happened with Rice and Chelsea? I thought Rice went to, I thought Rice was destined for Chelsea, but that went quiet this year. That wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Asked, you know what they were asking for? Like hundred mil. Well, asking for hundred and fifty mil. Are you mad? One fifty mil for Declan Rice. No, oh, they Rice. Mad. There's J Rice. Cost at home. Of, what do you mean? Cost of living. There's man them like Charlie Patino, man. Who cares about Declan Rice? Saying hundred fifty. You know what's gonna happen? Wait on him. He's gonna run his contract down. I think he's got what two years left. Something like that, and then probably go to United for big money. He's gonna run his contract down, he's gonna leave on a free for a big money transfer. He'll go to United for big money, trust me. Uh, I feel he's like probably. I feel like he'll end up going to Chelsea, but not for the fee they're asking for, bro. He's not a 150 million pound player. I don't give a fuck how many years he signed. He's not 150 million, bro. If he's a no, hundred if that if, no, if that build egg gets bagged, I want Declan Rice. <laughs> I'm not saying his name in it, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, Declan Rice, I rate him. He's, he's cold. Like, he does the box-to-box thing well and all that. But West Ham's out of their goddamn mind if they think anyone's going to pay $150 million. I don't care how inflated the market is. No one is paying it. I don't care how much Premier League tax you slap on him or white English tax. <laughs> $150 million for one man. And he's not even Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, them, man, them, man, them. Let's predict the top four. So, what do you think the order is going to be? I think it's going to be City again, Liverpool second, Tottenham third, Chelsea fourth, Arsenal fifth again, West Ham sixth. I think City, Tottenham, and Liverpool fight for second. Third, Arsenal will fight for whoever's second, and then fourth. I don't know, something like that. Chelsea will definitely finish top four. I can't that, lie, yeah. I'm predicting Chelsea out of top four personally. Yeah, yeah, same. This is football knowledge. I love it. We, I will, Chelsea, we'll finish four. Chelsea so bad, bro. I'm we'll sorry, you're so meaty. I'm not having it. If you get Aubameyang, that's the final nail in the coffin. We'll finish four. <laughs> <laughs> With Aubameyang and Sterling. United is not finishing above us. That's a fact. No, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. And but, I, think Arsenal, no. I think Arsenal, I think you lot just... Uh, we will give you a challenge at least. You know we, that for sure. Arsenal can go up to third. Maybe even push for second, depending on how things play. Nah, relax, no, we're not going anywhere because second. Third is Arsenal, I think people are underestimating how important Mane was. No, I knew how important he was, but he's still... Liverpool are still at least a good... Tear ahead of everybody else, so 
That's why I'm saying I think Tottenham will finish above us. But I still I still think even with all the problems we have going on, yeah. the, the only reason why I say Chelsea's still going to finish fourth above Arsenal is because of experience in the team. Arsenal's team is really young. So mm. they have a lot of young players who might kind of buckle under that pressure of the business end of the season. I think they, they buckled last season. We've had a buckling in time. That's what I'm saying. And as well, like, like I don't you again, you've got a really young team who for some of them, that's probably like their first time having to play in like Europe whilst having to try and like finish fourth or whatever. I feel like it's going to be a bit of a challenge for you lot. That's why I'm still saying you're going to finish fifth again. But I feel like you'll finish fifth, but then you'll either get to the semi-final or final of Europa. Do you know why I'm saying that we will challenge Chelsea? For me, is what we said at the start of the pod, is your lack of cutting edge. If Havertz starts up top, he hasn't really got cutting edge. Broya, as much as I do really rate him as a player, and I think he's got a good all-round game, he's got a good future, he's not somebody that we know that is, you know, proven to get you 15-plus Premier League goals. And obviously, it's a big ask, but we're at Chelsea, so I have to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. And if you get Aubameyang, like, this is me being deadly serious. Like, his lack of link-up play and the fact that his finishing is so erratic, he'll score some chances and he'll miss a few sitters as well. I just think he's too inconsistent to be... The striker you need to put to fire to great things. So bro, bro, I feel like your lack of cutting edge in your attack for me is the reason why we can challenge you. Because I think he's used to score a lot of goals. I think Saka will increase his output even further and he takes penalties too as well. And then mm-hmm. Martinelli too has got the hunger to score goals. Um Vieira, Odegaard, we've got loads of reinforcements in attack. Mason Mount, when he when he's not good, he's not good. Like I love him as a player. I, I know, bro. <laughs> when he stinks, and Sterling too. When Sterling stinks up, the way he looks so stiff is oh, it's peak. So I don't know. Yeah. I think we'll finish fourth. Worst case scenario, we finish fifth. But we're not going any lower than fifth. Oh, no, but of course not. That's out of the question. But I'm just saying that I feel like it will be between us and you for the fourth, fourth place. I think Spurs will finish third, personally. I can't lie. Yeah, they yeah. it'll be a big surprise if they don't. Yeah. It'll be that front it's three, if they don't finish third, is a disappointment. It's such a Tottenham thing to do, though. Yeah, I feel yeah. like even ah, oh, I feel like, yeah, maybe I'm I'm stretching it, but I feel like they could even make it to the Champions League final this season. Who? Tottenham. Nah, you'd be really beat. I thought they could, they've done it, they've done it once with a considerably worse team. They've got no. Let's analyze that. Look at their run. Look at their run. It doesn't matter. Reaching the finals, reaching the final, bro. Because if you put United, no, in luck is scary. You know? I see yeah. what Kevin's trying to say. If you put United in that same run, you're not going to the final. No, no, no. Because every trophy or any situation United ever been to get to the final, it had been absolute domination. We deserve to be there. I'm Teams talk- like Tottenham and Chelsea. See that Tottenham and Chelsea, every time they get to the final, they have been peppered their whole journey there. They're just there. Oh, when we won the Champions League in 2021, we lost one game when it was to Bayern. 2012. Okay, 2021, I'll give you that. 2012. Talk to me about that, bro. It doesn't matter. We still won it. God. <laughs> Man said your captain, your club legend, yeah, was his own clothes and dressed up in mufti. It's a little trophy. 2021. That is shamelessness. I respect it. When we won it in 2021, we had to beat Madrid, we had to beat Bayern, we had to beat Juventus, we had to beat Porto. It was not an easy run. So the final, one Pep, is, Pep gave you a gift. Pep gave you a gift. He held his family hostage. And then we played. He held his family hostage and he gave you a gift. 
It doesn't matter. Pep, <laughs> that's his problem, bro. Him trying to overthink it and be playing strikers at right back. That's his business, bro. <laughs> All right, I've got more questions here. Um, yeah. Who? Ooh, there's two questions I can ask. Okay, let me ask this one. Rank these goalkeepers. So he's got Hugo Lloris, Aaron Ramsdale, David De Gea, and Edouard Mendy. Wait, you've got Lloris, Ramsdale, Mendy, De Gea. Yeah. I'm going to say... There's one who should be last at all costs. That's De what I'm saying. Yeah. De Gea's last. He's absolutely how, last. How can De Gea Wait, is it based on current form or in general? The, the last two seasons, at least, De Gea's last. Easy. Okay, if we're going off the last... If we're going off the last two seasons, Mendy's first. Mendy recently well, looked shaky as well, but if, if, yeah, I'll, that's I'll recent. First. But if we're going off the last two seasons, Mendy's absolutely first. Champions League and Afcon. At the best. At the best. Out of those, out of those three, four play- keepers we mentioned, off the last two seasons, Mendy's absolutely the best one. Oh, no, yeah, uh, for now. Yeah, I can take that. I can take that. Yeah, I'd say Mendy, then Ramsdale, then Lloris, then De Gea. Yeah. How? How Ramsdale? If off the Have last you seen Rams though? The way he pings the ball, like his midf- like his prime feeling. Is, is, is that what keeper there for? A keeper not there to trap your Alonso. A keeper keep up with the modern save. game. United, United are not keeping up with the modern game. That's why you're behind. That's their, they're relying on keepers only being shot stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this relegation level stuff. Like they're struggling, fam. <laughs> bro, Edison, right, cool, cool, cool. Edison got in this season, bro. Like, it's changed. Goalkeeper's got to be able to distribute now, bro. Kevin, I promise you, when you get a ball playing goalkeeper, it will change your life. I'm not even joking. You will walk to work with a new smile. <laughs> bro. I'm not even United, joking. United, yeah. I don't think that I can provide me the happiness I need right now, bro. I'll just find it for myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, no, no, I agree, So I can't be shameless about that. So... Mendy first, second Ramsdale. I think Lloris is better than Ramsdale. Just that Tottenham is just such a average club that it just ruins anything it touches. So Lloris shot stopping third. is like similar, but passing out, then yeah, yeah, then um, yeah, De Gea last, but not of his own doing. United did him did him like that. No, De Gea just De Gea has been past it since at least twenty eighteen, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. What happened, bro? He's not in the last football three football. or four years, the hair has been dross. I'm not gonna lie, bro. There's been times where he <laughs> saved, but even then, compared to other keepers, he's he fell off, bro. He fell the off. The hair is a supernatural keeper. He's a supernatural keeper. He fell off. That's why you lot are still until United fans accept their reality and you accept that on all fronts you are shit. You will never change, bro. You're paying the hair <laughs> what 350k a week for him to just be a shot. This is not championship football, bro. You need someone that can do do it all. And you fans are still convincing yourselves, ah, oh, it's not the hair's the defense. It's that no, no, no. five, bro. The hair has its faults, yeah, but there's a systemic problem with Manchester United. This is about medical scientists, yeah. If I could compare <laughs> if I could if I could compare United to a disease, we are stage four cancer, prognosis dying within a week. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we are not here trying to make a drug of cancer, God forbid, because that's not who we are. But I'm just saying that's how dire things are. Matt said there's no point trying chemo. It's gone too far. Too far, bro. It's finished. All right, let's do another one. 
rank these four wingers. So the four wingers we have in mind are Riyad Mahrez, Jared Bowen, Bukayo Saka, and Dejan Kulisevsky. Right, Jared Bowen's last. I have something controversial, but let's see what you men are saying first. Jared Bowen is last. Yep, that's for sure. Facts. Do you see that guy for England? Oh, my days. I was crying. Yeah, he, he's a false image. Jared Bowen is last. We all got gassed because we saw a white English winger playing more for the first time. Um, Bowen last. Was Saka on that list? Yeah, Saka, Kulisevsky and Mahrez. I'm putting Saka first, Kulisevsky second, and then Mahrez third. Okay, it's not, it's not that controversial. That's fine. That's my order as well. Yeah. Mahrez is... Do you know what it is with Mahrez, yeah? Mahrez is cold, but... He's not a player that, like, if he doesn't play, you're going to miss him. Because they have Foden as well to still play yeah, there. They have to. He doesn't really add or remove anything from that City team. Like, he's just there as an option, which is crazy because at the time they bought him was, like, what, a, a season or two after Leicester won the league? So yeah. to say that about a baller like Mares, it's mad because he's, he's cold. Like, uh, did he not win AFCON? Yeah. Mm. He did. He won AFCON, I think 20... Nigeria always used to win it. Yeah, he won... he's an AFCON winner as well, bro. Like, he's hard, but I don't know. He doesn't really... He doesn't really add anything to that City team. And that's no fault of his own. It's just they've got so much quality that he doesn't stand out as a winger there. And then, obviously, Kulisevsky, he's, he's come and absolutely lit up the league, which is funny because mm. um, I asked people that were watching the Serie A and they were saying that Kulisevsky was not that guy at Juventus. It could not because Juventus is not a place where you can actually do anything. Even Ronaldo struggled there. That tells you everything. Yes, man. Oh, I think I'm um, down. Scored 100 goals in like two years. No, no, I'm saying. <laughs> no, but I was saying that he didn't do as well as he can usually do. Even I think um, Ben Tancor came from Juventus, isn't it? Yeah. And I said fairly well. Ben Tancor or something like that. He's doing fairly well as well. So yeah, his name, man. Yeah. He's doing well at Tottenham as well. So, yeah, man. I think I'd put him second. But yeah, Saka is—he's a world beater. Like, if I don't think I don't think he will ever leave Arsenal. But if he were to ever leave Arsenal, I think he'd be a record. Like he'd break a record for transfer fees. Where would he go? Let's say you had to simulate. Where would you predict he would go? I don't think he'll leave the country. <clears throat> um, if he had to leave Arsenal, what do you see? Oh, I don't know. The Chelsea fan at heart, I swear, as well. Hmm? I swear he's a Chelsea fan as well. Saka? No. I swear I heard him say he's Arsenal born and raised, bro. Uh, To be honest, I don't think he'd have to stay in England. I think if he left, he'd go to like a Madrid. That's the only, like, that's the only other place that can knock and be like, yeah, I've got to go. Because of now Mbappe is not going to Madrid, then yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the only other. If Madrid were desperate and like, no, we need to let me, let me like a marquee statement signing, they do something mad like slap like 180 million euros for Saka or something. Because I think Saka signed a new yeah. contract, right? Or has he not signed that yet? He did. He hasn't yeah. signed it yet, but apparently we're like in negotiations anyway. So yeah, yeah. even I'm then, not- I don't. I don't think that's a big deal. Like, he's not going to leave. Let's be real. He's not going to leave. He's he's the cornerstone of that Arsenal project. Yeah. How much would you give them. Saka if you, had, if you had a contract in front of you? How much would you give Saka, Karis? 300k a week. 200k easy, I would personally. How much is he on now? 
a lot less than that, to be fair. I'm not sure how much he's on. And you're like, like people at like 20k or something? No, he's probably on like 90k a week or 100k a week. That's what I'm going to guess. I can't remember exactly, though. I'd make him your highest paid player. I'm not going to. Oh, yeah, easily. I think we will do that anyway. We have to. Would he remain hungry, though? Yeah, of course. It's Saka. That brother is the franchise. Sancho will never get close to this guy. I promise you. Saka's clever. Saka's already, Saka's already clever. I'm not going to. And when Rashford had a high top, this guy was dying for the badge. We gave him 250. Now he's gone. Yeah, but that's a United effect, man. Arsenal. Yeah, just that's United, bro. Like, you lot are just not a serious club, man. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to ask you, man. Let's go to a different subject. We haven't talked enough about Barcelona, and I think it's time. Yeah, thank you. I've been waiting for this. These man and their leavers. Now, you, man. Take <laughs> All right, this leaper team, yeah, it's such a stupid gamble. There was a good thread by this economist, yeah. Basically, Barcelona has leveraged their future profits for short-term gain. So right now, they have sold, if I remember correctly, um, I think it's something like 25% of their TV, right? I think it's not, I think it's gone even higher now. I think it's something like... Yeah. They, they, so they're trying to register more guys as well, Yeah, so they, they, they're even about to activate a fourth lever to sign Marcos Alonso. Your Cubs, they're going to hell. You sold your soul to sign Marcos Alonso. You're going to hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fact that they're doing all this year and they can't even... They're now blackmailing players to take a wage cut. This is terrible business, bro. And they've leveraged their future profits like TV rights and whatever. They've sold it all off, saying that, yeah, yeah. we'll take the money now and then we can do whatever. But this is the thing. When they've brought all these players in and they start to make less money from their TV rights because they've sold it. Bear in mind, they've sold it for a quarter of a decade, a quarter of um, a century, 25 years. Bro, imagine losing money for 25 years. All it takes is for them to have one bad window, like a couple bad seasons where they're not winning like Champions League, whatever. They're fucked. And they're bringing all these players in on big money, like Lewandowski, who's what, 30-something? God knows how much they're paying him. They've bought in Kunde on God knows how much. They're trying to bring in Alonso, but you can't afford to play players that are already there like De Jong. One day, Barca will just sell some of their rights to the Whitgift Centre, honestly. Would, would, you, say, would you say administration fucked? Like, they can go into administration type of thing? Yeah. It's, they can go into administration within the next 10 years. It's that bad. Yeah. I claim it in Jesus' name. They deserve it. It's really that bad, bro. <laughs> Words. The only All their crimes against football. The only way they escape going into administration is if they go on a mad run and win La Liga and Champions League within the next five years. Let's be real. I don't really see that happening. So it's it's looking bad. I can't lie. Like, they've taken a mad risk mm. for some game, which if it backfires, it backfires massively as in there'll be no more Barcelona. And I pray that happens. Word. <laughs> the, way, the way they've been moving in this transfer window has been pissing me off, bruv. Honestly, every time we're linked to someone, Barcelona comes along. Oh, yeah, we want him too. You don't even have the bread, bro. You don't <laughs> even have the bread. But what I don't get is Man-, Man City got banned for similar behavior, I believe, or some type of financial foul play. And they were shaking man through a bus case anyway. Yeah, they got bus case, but punished. It wasn't the same thing. What City was doing was they were cooking the books in terms of like, um, they were disguising, um, Injections from the owner as advertising money. That's hey! the, yeah. Right. Yeah. So they were trying to say like all the money they were getting from profits from like advertising and whatever, it was actually just a shake slapping their money. And obviously he came with his 30 lawyers and he told UEFA, 
Like you, uh, you bag, yeah, you better ignore that before your daughter goes missing, bro. And obviously, <laughs> if I said, you know what, no harm done, and everyone just forgot about it, bro. That man do not care. Did you see the way they quote, they quoted Philip Blum? What is yeah, that? man said, who asked you to come? <laughs> <laughs> man said, who asked you to come? I can't let that. They're on smoke, bro. Like, you can't play with them guys over there. You can't do that. But yeah, Barcelona. And do you know what makes it funnier? When you go on Twitter, their fans are on so much. They're so in denial, bro. They're there saying that, nah, it's calm. Like, we're going to find the money behind the chair. Like, there's five And years. they're coughing out the young and Braithwaite too. Yeah, like, that's so... Their fan base is just so toxic, bro. Like, they deserve everything that's coming to them. I can't lie. Yep. Braithwaite did nothing wrong. My man's come out and they're booing him. No, nah, he's dead. He's dead. There's a, there's a caliber of dead you can be there. You just deserve abuse. <laughs> <laughs> of he's dead, bro. Like, earn your peas in it. Because you know what it is, yeah? Um, outside football, he's like investing in properties and stuff. So he's just trying to get his bread. Like, we do the same thing. We all would. Yeah, man. Oh, what could we don't care if you get paid well? Yeah. The Young's there driving to training and they're, they're shouting him saying, Bajate, Besueldo, Perra. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's just driving to training. Like it's not his fault. The old board agreed to pay him five hundred thousand euros a week. That's not my problem, bro. Now they're telling him you got to take a wage cut and play for five euros a month. It's not happening. I want. My- I, will, I will enjoy my peas and bath in champagne, man. Are you yeah. dumb? Hundred percent. Cast me out all you want. You can call me all these Spanish words, bro. I'm I'm chopping my peas. I'm sorry. Uh, you will pay me that much. I signed a contract. I'm sorry. But did you, did you hear the Barcelona chairman come out and say in 2022 they're going to try and sign Messi? They have no shame. I hate Barcelona with such a passion. Yeah, he said, mm-hmm. I said, ah, you don't need to let it go, man. That boat has sailed. Honestly. They're in this situation partly because they held on to Messi for too long. Yep, true. Do you know how much Messi fucked their wage structure, fam? They can register him in the end as well. I, and this ain't disgusting enough, you know. How many contract extensions does Messi request? This is not discussed enough. Well, Messi think- <laughs> requested so many contract extensions at Barcelona. Yeah, I can't lie. When we were younger, I used to see it in the news every week. Messi new contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money, money, hung- money hungry thug. <laughs> <laughs> don't start. Don't start. He was on a death row thing though over there, bro. <laughs> he, he must have been on like a 10-year contract. <laughs> but that's the thing. They were giving him all that money and forgetting that you have to pay the stadium staff. You have to pay the ground. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for this. They said, don't worry, you have Messi. Messi left now, and they said, oh, where's the bread coming from still? No, it was Neymar that ruined everything for them, to be honest, financially. It was Neymar. It was Neymar. Oh, yeah. that, that transfer was poor, fam. Hmm. Apparently, Barcelona still owes um, Liverpool money for Coutinho. That's mad. But they sold the debt to a bank, so now they owe a bank money for Coutinho. They haven't paid it all off. This is what I'm saying. They're moving a university student that's got their SFE for the first time in first year. They've not paid rent, but they're going out to buy Montclair and Palm Angels. <laughs> you don't know how you're paying rent, but you're going to the club wearing Balenciaga Triple S. What are you doing? Tell you, credit card. They're moving, like Rishi, they're moving like Rishi Sunak. You know that guy that's wearing like Palm Angel while the yeah. cost of living crisis is peak? Yeah. I'm telling you, credit card maxed out, Klarna maxed out, PayPal maxed out. These men are even mad. They're going to have to but then when they go home, they have to boil Indomie, bro. It's Pete. 
But yeah, I, I hope they go into administration, man. But another thing that I wanted to talk about as well, actually, was um the the lionesses, the England women's team. They they finally broke the curse, bro. And then the country just completely ignored it. Like that is so mad to me. They did still. I was quite disappointed in the in the fact that there wasn't much um talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I was overall, yeah. I know like we're gonna focus on this, but overall, I was very impressed with the displays I saw on the of the female the women's duros because yeah. it was very aggressive play, very good attacking play. The only thing I'll say I was not impressed with was the defensive play. Mm. I rarely saw defending, I won't lie to you. Yeah, it's definitely women's football over the last five years has gone up several levels. Yeah. The last Women's World Cup had like a lot of viewers, I think it's like 9.2 million viewers worldwide. Yeah. But yeah. when it comes to the issue of viewership, besides like obviously all you compare it to the men's game and say, Oh, yeah, more people watch it. My only thing is, yeah, in this whole argument, the thing that I want to see is a breakdown of the viewership demographics. I want to know how many women watch women's football. <laughs> no, it's, it's a valid question because no, you always so. complain that oh yes because men don't support it but women watch sports as well like women watch men's football we all know yeah. that so how many women watch women's football because you can go on the road and ask most women these days to name you 10 Premier League players and they can do so fairly easily yeah you ask them to name 10 WSL players it's crickets <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think it's fair to say like, oh yeah, it's the onus is on men to make women's football bigger. Like I think women should champion women just as much, if anything. So I want to know how much women watch women's football. I agree. Because I've been to Stamford Bridge to watch women's football. I watched Chelsea women play the Tottenham women. It was a good game. We beat them. Mm. That was when we games are good games, yeah. Yeah, they're lit. But the problem is. I feel like when it comes to talking about women's sport, it's always kind of subtly hinted at as like, oh, it's because men don't watch it. Like, why do men have to be the ones that watch it first before everyone decides, oh, yeah, like, yeah, let's watch it. I feel like women should do more as well to champion their fellow women in sport, yeah. No, I 100% agree. But nevertheless, guys, it's good to be back. The BTB podcast, another instalment. We hope you enjoyed the banter, the jokes, the analytical play. Um, so it's been my co-hosts, Daniel, Karis, yourself, myself, Kevin. And we hope you enjoyed the episode. Please follow us on at the BTB podcast. And yeah, thank you very much. Bye.